This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Good evening. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. If you've been with us earlier in the week, you know that we've been talking about a very important subject, and that subject is truth. Junie and I have become aware that lying and deception has become a way of life. You can hear a broadcast or you could read in a magazine or in a newspaper something that appears to be true, and the next day you hear something completely opposite. And I believe a lot of people are scratching their heads. How do you know what to believe? Too often, truth to somebody could be not a truth to somebody else. It's not a relative term, but the truth that God is speaking and through the word of God, God is the absolute truth. We read 1 John 5.19, which declares that the whole world lies in the wicked one. That wicked one is spoken about in John 8.44, and he's referred to as a, as a man with no truth in him, and he is a liar and the father of lies. So you see our battle as believers. The father of lies is Satan, and Father God is the epitome of truth. We need to be a testimony to a lost and dying world that lies to one another that we represent truth. First Timothy 3.15, this is Paul writing to his son Timothy. I write so that you may know how one ought to conduct himself in the household of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. Each individual who is born again should be a demonstration of the pillar and ground of the truth. We went on to show that God is truth. We read Deuteronomy 32, 4. He is the rock. His work is perfect. For all his ways are just a God of truth without iniquity. He is just and right. We looked at Psalm 31, 5, where David referred to God as the God of truth. I'm sorry, the God of truth. We then looked at Jesus being the truth. John 14, 6. I am the way and the truth and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. That is an absolute truth. John 1.14, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, glory as of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. Then we looked at the Holy Spirit, which is also truth. John 16.13, But when he... The Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. 1 John 5, 7, And it is the Spirit who bears witness, 
because the Holy Spirit is the truth. These verses really are a source of comfort and should be to all of us who are believers so they can be guided and led by the Holy Spirit and not by our flesh. The Spirit is the truth and is the source of peace and comfort. We read in John 14, 26, Jesus said this, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said to you. The word of God is also truth. So we see the Father, God is true. Jesus is the truth. The Holy Spirit is truth. And the word of God is truth. John 17, 17, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. We read in 2 Timothy 2, 15, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Interesting, Junie, it's the spirit of truth that's going to allow us to divide the word of truth. We spoke about the Hebrew definition of the word for truth. It means firmness, stability, certainty, faithful, and sure. We looked at the Greek word for the meaning of truth, and in Greek it means unconcealed, genuine, faithful, the essence of a matter. So we see that the Father is truth, the Son is truth, the Holy Spirit is truth, and the Word of God is truth. We read from Isaiah 59, where we read of Israel's confession of wickedness in verse 13. They were confessing their wickedness and said, transgressing and denying the Lord and turning away from our God, speaking oppression and revolt, conceiving and in uttering from the heart lying words. They actually lied and we're all capable of lying when we, when we leave God, when we, when we leave the truth of who he is. And we see that that was part of the, the part of their condition was speaking lies from the heart. And interesting, verse 14 says that truth has fallen in the street and uprighteousness cannot enter. It's almost a picture in some respect of the day and the age that we're living in. Proverbs 23, 23, an easy verse to memorize. Buy truth and do not sell it. We then went on at the close of yesterday's program by reading Psalm 51, verse 6. Behold, thou desire truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Junie? And so what I'm hearing, Shelley, through these scriptures and through what you shared about them is we need to examine ourselves to see if do we believe that the word of God is inerrant? Do we believe it's an absolute truth? Do we believe Jesus came as the Son of Man and the Son of God and died for our sins, took the curse upon himself that we might be the righteousness of God? Hallelujah. And if we don't, ask the Lord to really show us through his Holy Spirit the truth if the word of God, if the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is our creator, and if Jesus came as the Son of God and King of the Jews and Savior of the world to deliver us from all ways to agree with him. Truth. Amen. Amen. So it is, it's the inner man that God desires truth to dwell. And we cannot cover up 
through outward means if we're not true within our hearts? Do you ever try to appear one way and know that's not the way you really are, but God wants truth in the inner parts? Because we're going to have to answer to him one day. Hebrews 4.13 says, There is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are open and laid bare to the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Let's go to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. God has chosen us from the beginning for salvation through sanctification by the Spirit and believing the truth. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4. God desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. And this entails so much more than just knowing biblical doctrines, which are important, but it speaks of knowing and living truth. Living in the truth, it's a way of life. Junie, here's another great verse, Psalm 50, verses, Psalm 15, verses 1 and 2. O Lord, who may abide in thy tent? Who may dwell on thy holy hill? He who walks in integrity and works righteousness and speaks truth in his heart. Junie, I know you've been referring to Ephesians 4 throughout the week. Uh, you want to read it or you want me to read it? All right, I'll take your silence for me to read it. Ephesians 4.15, speaking the truth in love, we ought to grow up in all aspects unto him who is the head, even Christ. Powerful verses. May they speak to all of our spirits. Let's look at John 7, verse 18. He who speaks from himself does so to gain honor for himself, but he who is seeking the glory of the one who sent him he is true, and there is no unrighteousness in him. Ginny, we really see a connection here between what we read from Isaiah 59 and from John 7:18. Truth and righteousness are so connected, and we need to walk in righteousness. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and that's what we need to remember. Let's look at the third letter of John, verses 3 and 4. I was very glad when brethren came and bore witness to your truth. That is how you, this is written to a man named Gaius, G-A-I-U-S, are walking in truth. Listen to what John wrote. I have no greater joy than this to hear of my children walking in the truth. Wow, Junie, that's such a statement. We can please the Lord when we live and move and have our being in him, which really means we're living in the truth. And in John 18, 36, Jesus talking to Pilate, he said, you say correctly that I am a king. For this, I have been born. And for this, I have come into the world to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my wow. voice. Wow. So now from this scripture alone, we can examine ourselves to yes. see, do we believe every word written from Genesis to Revelations as truth, absolute truth. We need to go back to the biblical standard and not man's ways or political ways or um, any other source of a truth. God is the absolute truth, 
And Junie, when you read that, this thought came into mind uh, that um, what Jesus said to the pilot, and he says, I have come into the world to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Junie, what a litmus test we can take in our own lives. Are you hearing the voice of the Lord? Perhaps, I mean, this is not an accusation, but for all of us, ourselves including, if we're not hearing the voice of God, could it be because we're not bearing witness to the truth? If we left the Lord, if we're not zealous, if we're not walking in a manner that pleases God, we might not be able to hear his voice. So it's a real test to see where are we. And I pray that hearing these verses, and we've repeated them uh, daily, these are powerful verses which are, in, which are instructions to how we should live and please God. Jesus said himself, I do always and only those things that please him. And walking in the truth is one of the glorious ways to please God, even though the truth might cause conflict. We are to glorify God and bear witness to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit as believers in the word, and we will hear his voice. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your ways, for the life that you call us to live, which will bring glory to you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And... You can also contact them on their website, ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.